0: You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 108. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. We are talking about a hot activity topic today. We are talking all things boundaries. I feel like They are everywhere when it comes to social media, and people are talking about it left and right. And this is really going to help you to get clear on what a boundary is, when you should be setting them, when you shouldn't be setting them, and how to set them, okay? So let's dive right in, baby booze. Before we do that, we are going to hear from Kristen, who had just sent in a testimonial the other week, and she said that before the Yummy Mummy, she felt. Like life was happening to her, that her weight was something that she had no control over. She even went on all kinds of crazy medicines to try to help her, and she realized it was her mind. She says she had a solid victim mentality before the yummy mummy experience, and now she says it legitimately turned her life around. Oh, it's so good. She says, I became so much more confident in myself and my choices. And I didn't need the escape. I didn't need the escape from my life. And I didn't even want the escape from my life anymore. Oh, it's so good. She did say she had total sticker shock when she learned that the cost of the program was 5k. But she says, then I thought, what is the price that you can put on being done with this problem forever? She's like, it's priceless. She says, that she actually saves so much money now because she is not spending so much money on really expensive clothes that she felt used to hide her body. She says she used to spend so much money on fancy beauty products because that was giving her confidence and fancy clothes too. That was giving her confidence. And instead, now her confidence comes from within. Again, totally priceless. I love you so much Kristen. thank you for sharing with us your experience she also says she really liked the community because she didn't feel alone she said at any one time someone is going through exactly the same thing you are going through and i just never felt alone especially when i had been dealing with this thing in secret you are the absolute best Kristen. i love you so much thank you for sharing with the yummy mummies your experience so My fun little factoid is that we are going to decorate for the holidays tonight. Have you guys taken me up on my drop the dread dare in December? We'll end the holidays. What is that one thing that you don't want to do that you're, and some of you guys are not dropping the dread. You're not taking me up. You're like, oh, it's that thing. That's the thing I don't want to do. But you're like, I can't not do it because there's just way too, there'd be way too much fallout. I can't deal with everybody's disappointment and feelings. Yes, you can. It's okay. Give yourself that space to breathe and to have the holiday season you want. So, what is that one thing that you don't want to do? A lot of my yummy mummies did things over Thanksgiving and they're like, oh my God, I didn't die. Literally, nobody cared that I didn't make the pies. So, just try it as an experiment. Drop one thing you're dreading and watch. How you don't die, then you build the confidence to keep dropping dreadful things. You're going to be knocking on my door, thanking me, because you're going to actually love your life once you drop all the things that you think you should be doing. But I am excited to decorate with my kids tonight. I'm not excited to decorate outside, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that is one of the things that I dread is like outdoor decoration. One year I'm going to like call the. Of the little signs that they put around our neighborhood and call the guy to come install the lights. Maybe I'll just ask my husband to do it. Maybe he doesn't care. I don't know. I should ask him, do you dread this or do you like it? Okay, let's dive right into boundaries. It's a perfect time to start practicing setting boundaries right now, right? Because the holidays, there's lots of requests coming in, lots of things that people, Want you to do that you may or may not want to do, right? Am I right or am I right? Okay. So, what is a boundary in the first place? Like, what even is the definition of a boundary? So, I Googled it and this is what Google said. Google said that personal boundaries are the limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. My definition is like it is literally what you will. And won't do like how you will behave and how you will not behave that aligns with your truth, and what does your truth even mean? I feel like that's like a thing that people say, like in yoga and in like the conscious community, like your truth like what what is your truth like what does that even mean? I just think your truth means like what is right for you, what is wrong to you so I think it gets really easy to set boundaries and know what our boundaries should be when we know what we value. What are your core values, right? It's really helpful to identify those. And you don't have to make this some big project. You don't have to sign up for a course. Honestly, knowing your, you already know your values. You probably just need to articulate them or you might already have articulated them. So you will know. Once you get those core boundaries kind of set, it really makes it easy to connect with your truth and therefore set those boundaries. Like you guys, when you are doing something that is against your values or who you are by the way that it feels in your body, it's like that. Oh, your body's like, yoo hoo, yoo hoo, this isn't right. Yoo this doesn't align with our truth. Yoo hello, is anybody up there? What? This is not correct. This is incorrect. Please, can we do something different? Right? And that's where our bodies come into play with boundary setting. Our bodies will always, our bodies cannot lie. It's impossible. They only speak the language of truth. So if we can connect more with our bodies and listen, our bodies will tell us what is right for us and what is wrong for us. And from there, we can set boundaries that are correct. Right? Okay. So, I want to just talk about, quickly, values. Like, my top three values, I would ask you to kind of come up with your top three values. My top three values are authenticity, fun, and connection. You could pick, like, integrity, generosity, courage, gratitude, health, sustainability, family, friends, self-respect, adaptability, uniqueness, assertiveness, open-mindedness, frugality, self-reliance, improvement right? There's, you could like Google lists. I literally just did this for you. But pick three that you feel are authentic to you. There's my word authentic, literally one of my values. And that will help. That's like a, it's like a guiding light, knowing what your values are, right? So figure out what those top three, and again, don't make this like be a whole entire project, right? It doesn't mean that if you pick, generosity, inclusivity, and uniqueness. It doesn't mean you don't value other things. It just means that those are the top three. Okay, so before we start setting boundaries, I want you to have an idea of your values. And I want to offer that we get rid of our manuals. So if you have not listened to the podcast on the manual, you can go back and listen to that. But I'll give you a little appetizer portion of what a manual is. A manual is a rule book and inside that rule book, there's lots of rules and expectations and shoulds on how other people should behave, right? You should take out the trash. You should make this amount of money. You should buy me a gift on Valentine's Day. You shouldn't be late. You should, you should, you should, you should, you should. We have tons of these for other people, right? Notice. When you don't like the way someone else is behaving, most likely it's because you have a manual for how they should behave. And the reason we have these manuals is because if people behave in certain ways, then we get to feel good. If he takes out the trash, my husband we're talking about here, if he takes out the trash and put both kids to bed and makes a lunch and makes $250,000 a year, then he's good and he's following the rules and I get to be happy. Do you guys see what I'm doing there? I'm literally handing my emotional well-being, my happiness, my inner peace over to my husband. And that actually has an underlying wave of anxiety. It produces a lot of anxiety when you're hanging on to every thread of like, oh God, I hope they behave this way. Because if they behave this way, then I get to be happy. But if they don't behave this way, then I have to be disappointed. Then I have to be sad. Then I have to be resentful. Oh my God, it's so stressful. What if you could just be in charge of how you feel? If you want to feel happy, feel happy. Who cares what other people are doing? Seriously. So I recommend you burn these. Like people will be like, oh, so, so like I should lower my expectations? I'm like, no, you should get rid of your expectations of other adult human in your life. Because other adult humans get to do whatever they want to do when they want to do it, and you trying to control their behavior, it's going to make them uneasy, and it's going to make you uneasy. Just not serve either of you. And you burning your manuals or you getting rid of your manuals is for you. It's not for the other person. Not for the other person. It's literally just for you so that you can feel the way that you want to feel. You're not hanging on every thread of, oh, are they going to behave correctly? Are they going to do it right? Are they going to read my mind? So funny. A lot of these manuals, right, are not even spoken. We just. Oh, I hope he buys me flowers for my birthday. Oh, I hope they send me a text. Oh, I hope they. Oh, no, be in charge. Okay, so first and foremost, before, and I want you to spend time here before you set boundaries. I really want to encourage you to get rid of your manuals because if you still have manuals coming up and then you're setting boundaries, all you're doing is trying to control other people so that you can feel a certain way. Just get rid of the manuals. It's so much easier than trying to control other people. Other people are not controllable. So annoying, isn't it? I wish I could control all the people. I think I'd just be happy all the time. Okay. So deal or no deal? Get rid of those manuals, the list of rules and expectations before you set boundaries, okay? So boundaries should never be a way, like I said, for you to control or manipulate others. They are there to protect you like a fence line, right? Like my fence for my house is there for protection for my family. Really, honestly, so my kids don't get out of the yard and like run in front of the street. But that's what a fence is. It is a boundary line. Okay, make sure yours are clear. So they are to protect you. They're not to control other people. So my friend Olivia, Olivia Bizekero, you guys can totally follow her on Instagram. She's so she's what smart. She is the less stressed lawyer on Instagram. Totally go follow her on Instagram. I think she's going to come in and teach inside the Yummy Mummy Masters, which is going to be so great. So she says, here are some examples of boundaries that aren't actual boundaries. Not a boundary. You can't email me on the weekend. A proper boundary. If you email me on the weekend, I will not respond until Monday. Not a boundary. You can't talk to me like that. A proper boundary. If you talk to me like that, I will hang up the phone. Not a boundary. You need to respect my time. A proper boundary. I will end the meeting at the scheduled time. Not a boundary. You need to be more considerate and thoughtful. A proper boundary. I would like you to do these specific things for me. And if you don't, that's okay, but I will not invest more time into this relationship. Not a boundary. You need to show up on time. A proper boundary. If you're late, we will not wait for you. Did you guys get picking up what she's putting down, what we're putting down, not a boundary. You can't comment on my daughter's body. If you comment on my daughter's body, then you will not be invited anymore. That is a boundary. So a boundary talks about what you will do if somebody else behaves in a certain way. Now, what's really important to note is that you don't always have to say these boundaries. You don't always have to speak them. You don't have to tell people. You can literally leave the restaurant if somebody is late without telling them beforehand, right? You don't have to go around and be like, if you're not on time, then I'm going to leave. They could just be 15 minutes late. And you could just leave. You could set the boundary with yourself. Going around and trying to police other people is not going to work. What is going to work is, hey, if this happens or if you do this, I will do X, Y, and Z. That is a boundary. It's what you will do. It's about you. It's not about the other person. Okay? You guys getting it? So before you go out and set a boundary, I want you to come to a place of understanding and acceptance of the other person. Otherwise, you're coming at it with maybe some rage, maybe some haste, maybe some ill will. Can you understand where that person is coming from? Let's say your father-in-law has different political views. Can you understand and accept where they're coming from and why? Can you understand why they might be acting in a certain way? Did they grow up in a certain place? What were their parents like? Go into their shoes. You've got to first, it's like Stephen Covey says, first, seek to understand before asking to be understood. When you can come at it from a place of understanding, you're going to get a much better response. And this is actually going to strengthen your relationship with the other person, most likely. We'll get to that in a minute. So really see, huh? Like, if I had to, like, if I was going to get a million dollars, if I could really understand why they were acting in this way, I could. Maybe. Your mother is commenting on your daughter's body or on the way that your daughter eats just because she loves your daughter and that's how she shows her love and she hasn't been taught another way. Maybe that person is late because their internet went out and the internet guy showed up right as they were leaving. Maybe they're late. Maybe it has nothing to do with you. Maybe you can give them the benefit of the doubt and giving other people the benefit of the doubt is for you. It's not for them. Try it on. Try giving someone the benefit of the doubt and seeing how it feels in your body versus judging the other person and being really mad at them. Giving someone the benefit of the doubt feels better in your body. Judging them, hating on them, being pissed at them does not feel good in your body. Now, I will give it to you, you might get a hit, right? Sometimes when We're like us versus them, we get a little hit. It's like that sense of righteousness, and it feels kind of good, actually. But over time, that feeling in your body does not feel good, and it will exhaust you. So just, again, as an experiment, could you give them the benefit of the doubt before setting the boundary, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to let them be late or talk to you in a certain way or talk to your children in a certain way. It just means you're going to come at it from a place of understanding, okay? So like with my husband, like why? Sometimes I'll be like, oh, uh. why isn't he cleaning up? Like, why is he playing with the kids? Why is it? And I'm like, oh, because he values playing with the kids more than he values cleaning a clean house. I'm like, kind of awesome actually, right? Why is he sitting on the couch? Instead of helping me with the dishes, right? Instead of like going around and harassing him and trying to control him with the boundary, it's really helpful for me to be like, why is he sitting on the couch right now? Well, yeah, he had like a really stressful week. He probably needs a break. He's probably taking care of himself. What a good example. He's taking care of himself. I could probably take a page out of his book. I had this client this past week and she felt like her husband was watching what she was eating and she wanted to set a boundary like hey you can't watch what I eat and she said that her mother-in-law was also making comments about what she was eating and how much she was eating she wanted to set a boundary like hey mother-in-law you can't make comments about what I'm eating and if you do I won't eat with you and I wanted to offer to her like hey Maybe this is an opportunity for you to not set a boundary and instead get rid of your manual. Her manual said, he shouldn't watch me eat. Her manual said, she shouldn't make comments about how much I'm eating. And I'm like, why? Like, who cares? Like, why does it bother you that they're watching you and making comments? And what I found out was that she thought that they were judging her for how much she ate and for what she was eating. She thought they were judging her. She thought that they were thinking, oh, wow. She must really not have lost weight for the last time. She must not really be a yummy mummy. She must not really be changed if she's eating a carb. Right? And the reason why it bothered her was because she, like 10% of her, believed the thoughts in their brain. And that's why it bothered her. If she knew she was someone who was changed forever and she had that core belief deep down and it was 100% solid, it wouldn't bother her that they were making comments or looking at her. And so instead of setting a boundary and saying, hey, you guys need to behave better. Hey, you guys need to not say anything or not watch me. It made her look inside of like, hey, who am I? Am I someone who's really changed? Am I a yummy mommy? Have I lost weight for the last time? And you know what? It gave her the opportunity to be like, yes, this is 100% who I am. Their thoughts, their looks, their glances can't touch me. So it gave her an opportunity to solidify her identity. What's your identity? Your identity is just a compilation of your thoughts about you, of your thoughts about you. So when you notice other people doing things, I would hate for you to go set a boundary and be like, hey, you can't say anything about what I'm eating and how much. Otherwise, I'm not going to eat with you. So, then you're missing out on a relationship with your mother in law that could actually be good. And you're missing out on a relationship with yourself. You're missing out on the opportunity to have your own back and to decide who you are and who you are not. Right. So, all that glance did or that comment did was give her an opportunity to really own herself. So, that's why I don't want you guys going around setting boundaries left and right. I want you going around and saying, huh, how can I drop my manual? Why do I have a manual? Why is this bothering me that they're acting in this way? Oh, it's bothering me because I actually believe that maybe I am not a change person. Well, am I a change person? I have a decision now to make about that. I can waffle about who I am, or I can decide and commit to that decision. What a cool opportunity. Okay, so some people, you guys, they're going to hate when you set boundaries they're not going to like it. Because when we set boundaries, we stop people pleasing. And the people that you've been pleasing probably like it, right? Now, some people will love it because it actually strengthens the relationship and it makes the relationship so much more honest and truthful, right? Can you guys see that? Hey, when you do this, I'm going to do this because that's what feels right for me. It's like, ah. I love that you're telling. I love straight shooters. I love people that tell me their boundaries, even if I don't like them right in the moment. I love that because it's like, oh, wow, we get to have an honest relationship now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come over, but I'm going to leave at nine because I'd like to go to bed. Great. I would never want you to stay later than you wanted to stay any- anyways. Thank you for telling me. So some people will hate when you set boundaries because they don't get what they want. Some people will be disappointed and that's okay. You get to give your, you get to give their disappointment. Back to them, right? And keep your authenticity and your truth, right? Some people might stop being friends with you, but did you want those friends anyways? You were lying to them. You weren't telling them the truth. And now you're being your authentic self and they don't want to be friends with that. Yeah. Well, that you don't want that. You don't want that kind of friend. Some people will feel a lot closer to you because the level of trust is so much more deep. Okay. Let's talk about. When you feel like people are using you or you feel like you're being taken advantage of or you feel like you're being walked all over, this is a thing that's not a thing. People can't use you. But if you notice you're saying this, if you notice that you're saying, so-and-so just always uses me. You notice like, oh God, I'm just being walked all over. She's really taking advantage of me. If you notice you're saying that to yourself, you've realized that there's an opportunity for you to set a boundary. Oh, I don't like this. This isn't lining up with my truth, capital T. This is an opportunity for me to say, hey, you can't come over (laughs) unannounced and sit and watch my TV while I'm trying to work. Or you can't come over and eat all my food, right? It's an opportunity for you to say what is okay with you and not okay with you. So notice there's no such thing as people using you. There's no such thing as people taking advantage of you. That If you're saying that to yourself, it's just a hint. It's just a, oh, I got to speak up, huh? And you might not even have to speak up, right? You might just need to make the agreement with yourself. So you can make requests. Requests is like a step down from a boundary. It's like a boundary light, right? So I want to let you know about requests. Like you can make requests of other people, and then they're allowed to do whatever they want to do. Like, hey, husband, can you take out the trash every Monday morning? He's like, yeah, totally. I could totally do that. He does it 90% of the time. He doesn't do it 10% of the time. I choose not to get mad at him in that 10% of the time because it sucks for me to get mad at him. Oh, well, he didn't take out the trash, and my brain's like, even though he said he was going to. Okay, Laura, big deal. He forgot. It's okay. Why do you think he forgot? Because he had a lot going on. We woke up late. There was a leak in the basement. Like, of course he forgot to take out the trash. Cut him a break. What do you, Laura? What do you want him to cut you a break? Yeah. So anytime I make a request, like, hey, can you do this, or hey, can you not do this, I don't attach an emotion to it. I don't cross my fingers super tightly so that they do it so that I can feel good. I just say, hey, can you do this? Yes. No. Great. Do it. Great. Don't do it. Fine. Right. So that's a huge opportunity for most of us. Like, can you make a request and not attach emotion to whether or not they follow through? It's such a cool opportunity for you to manage your own emotional well-being, to like for you to become more emotionally mature, for you to become more emotionally intelligent. Do you know what builds like the utmost confidence? Is you being in charge of your feelings. When I'm like, oh, I'm the one in charge. Hmm. I feel so confident because then I'm not like, Oh, are they going to do something that makes me pissed? So some people set way too many boundaries and some people do not set enough boundaries. So why do people set too many boundaries, do you think? Are you somebody that sets too many boundaries? I feel like the answer is probably not. Most of us don't set enough, but why do people set too many boundaries? You want to be careful that if you're somebody who doesn't set enough boundaries that you don't go into the land of starting to set too many boundaries. Because I see this happen all the time. We get like all ballsy and we get like all brave. And we're like, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to set all these boundaries left and right. But really, all we really need to do is get rid of manual. So people set too many boundaries when they're trying to control other people so that they can feel good. That's when you're setting too many boundaries. You're going around, you're being too harsh. You're trying to control and manipulate when really the work is on the inside. So why don't people set enough boundaries? A lot of people don't set enough boundaries because they're scared. This is totally me. This is totally all of us, right? I don't want to set a boundary because I'm so scared of disappointing someone else or having someone else be mad at me. But you know what? I'm willing to do that in the name of authenticity, in the name of my truth. Because if I do something that goes against my truth that is inauthentic to me then i'm lying and i just that's when my body starts to go you fool this isn't right it'll creep, creep. so people don't set enough boundaries because they are afraid to feel they're afraid we are afraid to feel guilt or shame we're afraid to feel and it's okay though right because what's a feeling it is a vibration in our body that is it, it cannot hurt you, and it cannot harm you. It is just a vibration, but you're already uncomfortable, right, not setting the boundary, so let's just try for a while setting boundaries now, will there be some guilt like if somebody if you have to set a boundary that you haven't set before, you might feel some guilt, but on the other side of that guilt is going to be a sense of empowerment and like badassery it's like wow yeah that is right whoa we're on the same team <laughs> it's so cool it's the best it's the best feeling I had an old assistant that just wasn't working out and there was just some boundaries that I had to set and then later weren't upheld and I a little guilty about letting her go but it was the right decision and in that oh it was like Lost TEO energy was so cool. Okay. So notice, are there any boundaries that you need to set? It kind of goes with my dare, right? What is that one thing that you're dreading doing? Are you willing to drop it? Are you willing to say no? Right? And that a boundary, like, honestly, the word no is a boundary. Like, Somebody asks you to do something, saying no can be seen as a boundary. It might not be something that you have to go out and set. Somebody might come to you and ask, and you need to say no if your body is saying no, right? And this no doesn't necessarily require an explanation. I notice a lot of my clients, I notice myself doing this, right? We want to over explain our no. We we might want to tell a white lie, right? And why are we doing that? Also, because we want to control other people. We want to control their thoughts and their opinions of us. It's not your job. You can literally say no. You've heard it before, right? No is a complete sentence. So if you are somebody who's always said yes, you're like, yes, sure, I'll make the 272 cookies. Yes, sure, I'll pick up the kids from school. Yes, sure, I'll, blah, 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 blah. yes, sure, we'll drive up for Christmas and bring everybody 20 presents. You're going to have to start practicing saying no. And it's a little hard, right, to go from a yes person to a no person. So I want to offer that you just become like a maybe person. Give yourself pause. So I used to say yes to like everything all the time. And what I started doing was saying maybe. Maybe. I'm going to check my calendar. I used to keep, I kind of still do actually keep a hard copy calendar. And that was my, that was like my crutch. I would be like, you know what? That sounds really awesome. Let me check my hard copy calendar. A lot of times I'll do it with my husband. You know what? That sounds really cool. Let me check with my husband. Totally legit. Right. And then it gives me space to check with my husband and my calendar and me. Right. Hey, let me check with my calendar. Hey, let me check with my inner GPS. Because sometimes I can't hear my inner GPS when I'm in the moment and I have this need to people please because of the culture I've grown up in, right? We've grown up in this culture that teaches us we should not people please. We should make people happy. We should say yes so that they get a the big, truthy smile across their face, okay? So practice. If you've been a yes girl all this time, practice saying maybe on your way to saying no can always come back around and say, yes, but hey, let's think about that. Hey, let me think about that and I'll come back, right? And then you can check with your calendar or your hubby or your inner calendar, your inner hubby, your inner GPS, because your body will know the right answer, okay? So, remember, if you are not good at saying no, just give yourself a pause. Give yourself a rule. I got to check. As you are learning to say no, as you are learning to set boundaries, again, I want you to notice the need or the want to over-explain or tell a white lie, okay? I want you to notice. Resist the temptation to over-explain. Resist the temptation to tell a white lie. And if you're weaning yourself off from being a yes person, it's okay if you over-explain a little bit at the beginning, right? It's like my clients, it's like, you know what? It's okay if you have a square of dark chocolate after giving up a pint of ice cream. It's okay. We're weaning you off, right? We're getting to the root over time. You don't have to rip the band-aid off and then be gushing blood. So if you're learning how to do this, let it be a practice. Right? We're not in a rush. We're not in, we're not gonna go around, we're not building, can't build the fence overnight. It takes a little while, okay? got to figure out your system now it can be helpful to practice right if you want to set a boundary say the boundary out loud to yourself or to your husband or to or your partner to the mirror right practice setting the boundary so that you can get it going you will be nervous when you set a boundary or you say no again it's just a vibration inside your body it's okay it's not a real reason to not set the boundary or to not say no okay So a couple more examples. You're allowed to change your mind. Did you guys know this? Isn't this crazy? I feel like we're taught not to change our mind. Like once you say something, that's your commitment. So I totally offered to my dear friend who I love so much. I was like, you could totally stay in my room for Life Coach Live, right? This is that mastermind event that I went to in Arizona a couple of weeks ago. And I told my friend Rebecca, I'm like, Rebecca, that's you can totally stay in my room. Like, I really want you to come because she was deciding to come at the last minute. And she's like, oh my God, really? That's so nice. And I was like, yes, do it. Bucket, let's go. And I was so excited. And the next morning I thought about it and I was like, oh, I was like, shit. I was like, I really need my own room. I do. I really need my own room because these events are big. And as much of an extrovert as I am, these events are really big and I need some alone time. And my life is also really big. So I need some alone time. And, you know, if I'm going to go away, it'd be nice to have to sleep in, to go to bed when I want, just have my own space, right? You guys get it. And so I changed my mind. And I, oh God, oh God, all the heebie-jeebies inside my body. And I was like, Rebecca, I think I just, I think I got a little too excited. I'm so sorry. I realized. And my body was the one that told me about My body was like, all right, this is a no. This is a no. This is a hard no. And I went back to her and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm really, I'm sorry. I just got overly excited and I need my own space. And I totally understand if you just want to be mad at me forever. <sighs> then I noticed myself hanging onto my phone. I was over checking. I was like, is she responding? Are there the three little dots? Like, is she going to make it okay for me? I wanted desperately for her to come back to it's okay, not a problem. I love you so much. Totally get it right? and she didn't reply right away because probably she was like living her life. <laughs> so I want you to watch yourself. notice if you're desperate for them to okay it so that you can feel better. It's your job to make it safe. This is safe. It is safe for me to set a boundary. It's safe for me to change my mind. It's safe for me to say no. It is safe. I am in charge of my emotional well-being. It's okay that I want her to give me the okay. That's okay. I can hold space for that part of me that just really wants her to be like, oh, Laura, it's totally cool. Right? Meanwhile, my husband's like over there on the side. He's like, that is super mean. I can't believe you did that. I'm like, oh, I can't so it for me. Another example that recently came up is I have a friend that does some like social selling, right? Like some network marketing. And she wanted me to post her tanning lotion on my Instagram and my Facebook. And I didn't like the tanning lotion, right? So it felt inauthentic. You guys see how I use my values to see, okay, do I want to do this or not? Like I did, I genuinely didn't like the tanning lotion. I thought it kind of smelled. So like it smelled bad, right? And I know a lot of tanning lotions smell bad, but this one like really did not smell good. And she's like, hey, will you post this? And I finally just had to be like, no, I don't like the way it smells. I'm really sorry. I love you. Like, are there other ways I can support you? Because it would have been inauthentic. And then I'm just lying to the world. I am so committed, you guys, to not lying to you, right? I'm so committed to telling the truth because it is who I am. Authenticity, fun, connection, that is who I am. And that's why it's especially hard, right? Because connection is also one of my values. So I care about staying connected to this friend. I care about that friendship. But I can't go out there and be like, hey guys, buy this tanning lotion that I actually don't like. That'd be so inauthentic. And so I had to feel the guilt and the shame in my body in order to not abandon myself, in order to live out my truth, in order for my body not to be screaming at me. Okay, so... I hope this is really helpful. If you guys have more and more questions or scenarios or how to handle things, I really want you to bring them to me because I think that this is a fascinating subject. And I think that not, sending, not setting boundaries and people policing is another trap. And I am here to free the moms. As you all know, we are here to free the moms of all the traps. And I do think setting boundaries and being truthful with who you are and what you will and won't do, what is right and wrong for you personally and your inner compass, I do think that this contributes to eating as well, right? Because when you abandon yourself, oh, that is the ickiest feeling. I feel so wrong. And a lot of us will want to solve that by eating, right? We will want to de-stress or take the edge off or by eating, So when we can live an authentic, truthful life and feel our feelings in our bodies, we are so much less likely to eat food to soothe or solve. And instead, we feel our feelings. It's kind of like Kristen was talking about at the beginning, right? It is, it will create the most, the highest sense of self, the highest sense of self-esteem when you can have your own back, right? It's not always pleasant. But it is, oh, it's truth, capital T. It's just so, so good. So I really hope this was helpful. I'm like into the subject right now because I think that this, if we could all just be walking around, like living our truth, capital T, knowing what our core values are and living out, hey, this is right for me. Hey, this is wrong for me. You do you. I'm going to do me. I'm going to give your thoughts and your feelings back to you. And I'm going to own my thoughts and my feelings. Well, we are responsible for our own lives and our own emotional well-being, I mean, we just kind of get out of our own way. So awesome. So that's what I got for you guys, okay? That's what I got for you. Let me know if you liked it. Hey, you guys, have you signed up for my free masterclass? What? It's called How to Thrive During the Holidays, okay? So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, the 6th of December, The masterclass is happening at 10 a.m. on Thursday the 8th. you got to go to lauraconley.com forward slash class. And we're going to talk about how to thrive through the holidays. So we're going to talk about how to not gain a fuck ton of weight. How to not feel off and gross through the holidays. Like actually feel light and alive and like yourself. I'm not going to really teach you how to like lose five pounds in three weeks. But I'm going to teach you how to feel good in your body for the next three, four weeks. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to feel good in your body. I'm going to teach you how to... Overcome any overwhelm that might be happening. So, if you're like, oh God, I don't have any time, you actually want to make the time to come to this hour masterclass because you're going to get the time back twofold, tenfold, twentyfold, right? I'm really going to teach you how to enjoy the holiday. So, if your holiday season is filled with a little bit of dread or a little bit of overwhelm or a little bit of annoyance or a little bit of eye rolling, Because we're going to do this time period. We're going to be alive during this time. Why not enjoy it? You guys know my dishes example, right? It's like, if I'm going to do the dishes, I can either hate it or love it. If you're going to be alive, you can either hate it or love it. Come and let me teach you how to level it up a little bit. And then the last thing that we are going to cover is get your plan together for 2023. So you are going to lose weight for the last time in 2023, and I'm going to set you up for success so that you know exactly what to do, where to go, how to start on January 2nd, okay? So go register, lauraconley.com forward slash class. This is how to thrive through the holidays class. We are going to learn all the things about thrival thrival, thrival, thrival. You're going to want to stay to the end of the masterclass because there is a pre-enrollment for the Yummy Mummy Experience that will be coming out. You will be able to pre-enroll for the Yummy Mummy Experience. We are going to start on January 24th. January 24th, mark your calendar for the January cohort of the Yummy Mummy Experience, which is my six-month group course and coaching program that guarantees you lose weight for the last time. Literally the best thing ever. It is it is the answer that you did not think existed. And so pre-enrollment is happening December 8th through the 16th at the end of the holiday or through the holidays. Call Masterclass. I'm going to talk to you exactly how to sign up for the MUME experience, what it all entails. And if you want to get on the wait list so that you can sign up during pre-enrollment, you're going to want to go to lauraconley.com, click work with me, get yourself on the wait list. It's going to be awesome, you guys. Oh, my gosh. It is going to be the best. So you're going to want to get your spot. Because if all the spots go in December, we won't even have an enrollment period in January. So LFG, get in there. If you know you want to lose, wait for the last time in 2023, mark your calendar. December 8th, December 16th, pre-enrollment is open. This is when you can apply and sign up for the MMMA experience. We start in January. January twenty fourth. It is a private cohort, and we lose weight for the last time. guarantee, freaking teed right. And I know you can do this, you guys. I know you can do this. I would not be telling you you can do this if I didn't think you could do this. I believe in you. You were made for this. This is your year. It doesn't mean, It do, it doesn't matter how many years have come before this year. It really doesn't. If you keep thinking, I just tried it too many times. It's never going to work. Then you're right. It's never going to work. But if you decide that 2023 is the year that you get free, what's it for freaking all? Then it is. And I have every single step outlined. I will hold your hand. I'll let you. You got to be willing to put yourself first. I believe in you. I believe in you. I know you can do this. I know this program works. You have to be willing to just take that first step and put yourself first or second, right? A lot of you guys are scared to make the investment in yourself. And that's so normal because again, we've been taught not to put ourselves first. We've been taught to put ourselves last and that we shouldn't spend money on ourselves, especially when we have families, especially when we could be spent, spending it on A, B, C, or D. But what are you teaching your children when you are putting yourself number 42 and you're teaching them and they should put themselves number 42 when they get older? Ugh. And you know how that feels inside your body. So let's try something different. It is your freaking turn this year. Let's go. And in you taking your turn, you give that priceless gift of you having lost weight for the last time and being free from food forever to yourself and to everyone else in your life just blows up in the best way possible. Because I get emails every day from my clients. Oh my God. This is better than 20 years of therapy. Oh my God, this is the thing I never thought I would. Help. I really can't believe it. Thank you so much. You've changed my life. Be one of those people. Imagine yourself right now writing me that email. Laura, I can't believe it. I was listening to that podcast, Podcast 108. And you told me that you believed in me and I didn't believe in me, but I borrowed your belief in me. And here I am one year later and my dream come true, right? about ready to rock, the sequin freaking romper at the holiday party. Guys, come on. Come on. What are you waiting for? Yeah, it'll be scary. Yeah, your palms will be sweating. Yeah, so what? Come on. So what? What am I going to lose? That already sucks over here. Come on, let's go. This way. This way. This is the way. I literally hold your hand. I really can't even believe this exists. It's probably the best thing ever. Okay. I'm wild today, but I'm wild because I care so deeply about your future. I really genuinely do. I care. I care that you solve this for you and for your daughter and for your son and for all the people that come after it is I really do. I really want you to do this for yourself. If you can't do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. And then eventually you'll be like, oh, my God, I can do things for myself. This is so cool. This is so fun. Everyone's happier for it. It's really true. And you guys know that you will be nervous. You will be scared. You will be exciting. It's exhilarating signing up for the yummy mummy experience, applying for the yummy mummy experience, and then getting in. Right? It is. But it's just vibration in your body. Everybody's scared. Nobody believes in themselves. Everyone thinks they're a special unicorn. They can't actually solve it. It's just, you guys, I just have too much proof now. There's just too many yummy mummies cross that line. You're just not that special. I mean, you are. We're very special, but not in your struggles when it comes to weight. You're not. I got the code. Are you coming or not? LFG. Have the best week ever, you guys. I will see you inside the class. com forward slash class to sign up for how to thrive through the holidays. And com. Click work with me and we're going to do this. It's going to be the best. Okay. Love you all. Hey if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate review and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top, it would help me so much. And it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time, group coaching and course. Head to LaraConley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hat. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes, and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys, have the best day ever.